Welcome to episode number 26, Something New. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. This is episode number 26 titled Something New. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Goose, and Heck. In this episode, we discuss our experiences trying something new, dealing with new activities with our children, overcoming the anxieties of new experiences, and our advice to folks trying something new. We wrap up the episode with quotes from Albert Einstein and Christopher Canlis. All right, so if you are new to the podcast, just so you know, we released a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Please don't forget to download and subscribe. Uh, go to JimmyLeeVelez.com for more information uh, specifically on myself and the podcast. And if you are new, you will take quick notice that I like to define a couple words before we get started to kind of kick things off. And uh, I grabbed the definitions from dictionary.com. And since this episode is titled Something New, I figured we'd define the word new. And that goes of recent origin, production, or purchase. And the, I also wanted to define the word different, and I'll explain a little bit why. Uh, and it is defined as not alike in character or quality distinct in nature, dissimilar. So I wanted to define different because everything new is different, but not everything different is new. Hmm. Um, so I figured it was kind of interesting defining uh, what different is. And uh, you guys ever hear the old that old quote like, uh, if you want different results, you have to do something mm -hmm. you know, obviously different, which is also something new. Uh, you can't expect different results. Uh, if you're doing the same thing over and over again. With the definition uh, of insanity? The definition of insanity, mm -hmm. exactly. There you go. Uh, so I kind of wanted to go through that, uh, I guess, mindset as as we move forward. Kind of um, just to kind of open up that, you know, getting out of the rut, getting out of the routine. We are creatures of habit, as they say. Trying something new is, is, is good for us. So, all right. So moving forward, I wanted to give a few tips. Um... Oh, normally we start off with a story, but this time I want to give uh, a list of things I try to remind myself whenever I'm faced with trying something new. This is by Alex Lickerman from psychologytoday.com, and it's titled Trying New Things. So he gives, uh, I guess, four tips of, you know, I guess what goes on in his head when he's trying new things. So uh, the first one is trying something new often requires courage, and needing to summon courage is itself a benefit. Once it's released, it will, like its second cousin once removed, anger, indiscriminately engulf everything in its path. How wonderful to open a flood of courage and to be carried on its waves to destinations of unexpected benefit. All right, so trying something new obviously, you know, requires courage. Um, step two or item number two, trying something new opens up the possibility for you to enjoy something new. Entire careers, entire life paths are carved out by people dipping their baby toes into small ponds and suddenly discovering a love for something they had no idea would capture their imaginations. 
This is pretty interesting. I, I saw a guy, or I heard of a guy who was a, um, uh, he worked like in a factory or whatever, and he was over a buddy's house, and they started doing this, uh, you guys remember like, well, it's it still is kind of like a fad with the skids, like you pull apart skids and you start making, people yeah. made all these kinds of creations yeah, with skids, right? Yeah. So this dude found out like he was really good with like woodworking stuff. So then he, all of a sudden he turned it into like his, uh, you know, like his full time job, and here he now earns like, oh, like his his livelihood is based off of woodworkings, and he would never have done it if this guy didn't invite him over. Uh, and asked him for help. You know, this guy was doing a project with the skids, kind of like a little fat thing. Um, he's making an outside bar. Hmm. And his buddy came and helped him, and all of a sudden, he's a, he was like a whiz with it. And the dude was asking him, he was like, are you, is this something that you always done? I never thought yeah. of it. He's like, yeah. no, I've never done it. He's like, I don't, it just, you know, naturally came to him though. Hmm. Which, is, which is always fascinating to me. I wonder, I always wonder like if, was that something like in his family? Maybe somebody was a woodworker that he doesn't know of, like yeah. just like his yeah, great, yeah. great, 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 great <laughs> grandfather, you know, from another country, like was naturally like was pretty like good with that. Yeah. But um, he literally makes a full time income with it now, like with yeah. woodwork. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, all right. So his third item here, Alex has trying something new keeps you from becoming bored. Even I, the most routine-loving person I know, become bored if I'm not continually challenged in some way. And it's not new challenges I'm eager to take on at the present, uh, on that represent my greatest opportunities for growth. It's the ones I'm not. So, yeah. So, that's what I was talking about, becoming in that routine Mm -hmm. where you're just kind of doing the same thing over and over. To be honest with you, people don't even understand that their lives are telling them that they're bored. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, which can lead into depression, can lead into other stuff and arguments. And you're like, why am I in this fail mood all the time? Mm-hmm. And it could be something as little as you're leading a very boring life. There's nothing interesting that's peaking uh, curiosity or anything. Well, I guess that's what leads to like the, I guess like a midlife crisis type thing mm-hmm. where you like, you just feel like you need to change something. Or some, make some kind of dramatic change. Buy a convertible. Exactly. <laughs> uh, dye your hair like bleach blonde, there get you your go. nose pierced, and get a tattoo on your uh, left shoulder. Yeah, at the age of what? 50, 60? Oh, it depends. But uh, yeah, that whole boredom thing, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. And then his last item here is trying something new forces you to grow. We don't ever grow from taking action we've always taken. Uh, the growth that enabled us to be able to take it's already occurred. Growth seems to require we take a new action first, whether it's adopting a new attitude or a new way of thinking or literally taking new action. Thrusting yourself into new situations and leaving yourself there alone, so to speak, often forces beneficial change. A spirit of constant self-challenge keeps you humble and open to new ideas that very well may be better than the ones you currently hold dear. This happens to me all the time. So there you go. Thank you, Alex Lickerman, uh, for trying new things. Psychologytoday.com. So what do you guys think about the new one? Or the fourth one, uh, something to grow. I mean, I feel like that's just obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Um, obviously you're going to grow because it's something new. It, it, it reminds me of, and I know this is super cliche, but when you, for all my health freaks and workout fitness gurus out there, me. they switch. <laughs> yeah, heck. Contact heck, he'll train yeah. you. Yeah, they pin me up. So health, right? his shirt literally says, your trainer's trainer. Just uh, medium. If you, if you definitely want a dad bod, talk to heck. He will crush it. Yeah, and, and you don't need no gym membership, so. Nope. But, uh, it's it's 
it's the psychology of, or uh, the methodology, I should say. Uh, it's based off of these home fitness programs like Beachbody, all these hmm. guys. They go through routines for, I guess it's like two or three weeks at a time, and then they switch up the routine, okay. and it shocks your muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, so it all of a sudden, it promotes growth again mm-hmm. right. uh, from, you know, not doing the same routine over. So it's kind of like that same process, I guess, would obviously with growth, uh, what he's stating here. Because you're forcing yourself into, into uncomfortable situations, so... You yeah, have no choice but to grow whatever in whatever way you're trying to like Absolutely. force yourself. It's it's the the mind expansion. They always say it's like uh once your mind has been expanded, it's never gonna go back mm. to its original form. So yeah. it's just that constant, you know, change and growth will happen as long as you're trying new things. Dude, dude not to get into like more psychology or stuff, but there's like the neuroplasticity of our brains. Think of it as like a highway, right? And there's all these like little exits when you're going down 95 and this exit takes you to Cotman, then the next one's to Academy, then the next one's to wherever. But, and so your home is in the suburbs somewhere off of 95. So you constantly take, say you're coming from South, going northbound on 95, you get off at Cotman Ave, right? So you get off Cotman Ave and then you go through a bunch of all these other streets to get to your home. Hmm. Well, if you want to change things around and have a different outlook on life. So instead of getting off at Cotman Ave, they say to get off at Academy, Mm. but you're still going to, you're obviously you're still going to the same destination, but since it's a different way, it would create a new neuro pathway in your brain. So you automatically Mm -hmm. think of other options when initially you're just going the same way, the same way. So you're sending all these, all these, um, like these little signals to your brain to think a certain way. But once you expand that thinking, now your brain now knows there's other options I can go. Mm-hmm. So now if there, you get jump, like caught in traffic, you know I can take the Cotman exit to go off before. If your normal exit is Academy further right. down. So now you know different routes. Same thing like if I go to work, I can take the Boulevard or 95. I have options in my mind. That's how your brain thinks on other situations. It could think like that about money. Some people just think you have to go to a 95 job just to get money. When there's other people who have other businesses or home-based businesses also have a part-time job and also have a full-time job and have multiple streams of income Mm -hmm. and think of how to handle their money differently Mm -hmm. um so trying something new is just a you know that's just a another way that you're you will grow and that's just kind of going on you know the the base of thinking um if you're if your parents or if you're if you're if you come from a family that's uh you know poverty stricken or whatever that was just like in your family line you know they say like the buck stops here it's Mm. time to change your family tree or whatever Mm -hmm. you have to generate some different form of thinking Mm -hmm. because obviously that way of thinking is creating results that you guys don't want right um so you have to do something different that's there's no option when it comes to survival of the fittest to me i think it's the people who are able to adapt and when Mm -hmm. you adapt that's all new you you don't just fit in when I say adapt. Well, that's mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about with the adapting to like different roads and stuff like that. It's like you know a different way, so you know exactly what to do in case there is traffic or is like backups or you want just to go a different way of work. It's like it's that thing. It's, it's knowing how to change on the fly. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's huge for us if we go back to the whole you know concept of survival of the fittest and uh, only the strong survive type of thing. Well, if you want to be a part of that elite number of people and, you know, you don't want that, you know, for your, I guess, family tree to decay at, you know, one point or be the reason why, uh, you want to be that 
split in the road where you take another another route and another way of thinking and adapting and not only over adapting though it's overcoming um because when you're adapting or when you're trying new things you got to be somewhat of a beast you got to kind of like eat that because you're going to be constantly uncomfortable um it's 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 not fun it's not uh the regular that's why they always say that's why it's always the top two percent are the wealthiest right because they're doing they're doing stuff differently Mm -hmm. than the everyday average person Mm -hmm. and we have to do the whatever it takes to be different um or to survive and i think more importantly is thrive so to be better, you have to accept something new. You have to constantly be trying new things and 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 expect to be uncomfortable. This isn't fun. Like a lot of times, like we're having fun recording this, but you're not seeing the time it takes to edit this. You're not seeing the time it takes to put the itinerary together. You're not saying you know you know what time of day we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, having all the other regular you know you know life things that we have to do, our regular jobs and our families to handle and then the time it takes to actually record this and then the process uh even just right now we had to adapt from the laptop just basically not crashing on us but it's doing some wild update that's taken uh obnoxiously long that we had to move to another uh device another computer but we just kept it moving we gave it a time frame i cut it a little short because i was a little impatient but it ended up working out because this thing is still at 75% a half hour later. I don't even know what's going on right now. But we <laughs> had to adapt, adjust. Did we cancel the podcast? No. Or we just went with, you know, like a new route. We just went a different way. That's that's the mindset. Uh, I kind of wanted to get in later, but I guess I just jumped right in. But um, I just felt the need. It was already there just for trying something new. And I, I can still get, I'll get back into that later on. But it's trying, like just thinking about that. Is it important, to, like, in, in your guys' opinion, is it important as an adult to try new things? I I believe so. Helps you grow, like you said. I mean, trying new things helps you grow. So unless you want to be the same old boring adult, don't try anything new. Yeah, and going back to, I guess, the, the second one was that you don't know what you might find that you enjoy if you don't try something different. Right. Exactly. Yeah, or it could be, like, in... Some like a business aspect. If you try a new, you you do your normal job. You try a new business adventure. Yeah. Even if it fails, you won't know if it would be good or not if you didn't try it. That's something new. Exactly. That dude. That gives me chills because think about all the things that were never attempted, yeah. and that's why they say the graveyard is the bit most yeah. saddest thing. And it's not because it was lost members of someone's family is because it was dreams uh never attained yeah. or even right. attempted to attain um you know uh me personally i was going through something where i couldn't i had to defer uh attending university for my mba for a whole year and then the the going off of that uh the the langston hughes poem um you know what happens to a dream deferred it was the first thing that came to my mind but uh, I was telling my brother Heck that I adjusted. I have plans of doing something else within for the next year to then attack, you know, my MBA program. Um, and and it was just you kind of just roll with the punches. And I guess I can answer this question next year. Hopefully, uh, we'll still be doing the podcast and we'll find out. But I don't know how to answer that just yet. And it's it's a fantastic uh, way to like I I embraced a new challenge, but it didn't happen. So then it 
it's it basically goes spins off. So what's your reaction to you know what I'm saying? Because people are like, oh well, you tried something new and it didn't work out. Now what? So now I'm trying another new thing yeah. Uh, yeah. to make you know to make things happen. That that's a dream that I wanted. I want to attain. That I will attain at some point. But I had to defer it for one year, and then I'll I'll come back to it to see, see to see where we're at. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it's like one of those things. People would say, "Okay, I couldn't do it this year. I'm done. I'm giving up." Yeah, I to I, I went that. to the yeah. advisor and I asked, "What are my actual options?" Yeah. and you have a whole year. So I'm like, "All right, well, can I?" He said, "You can defer it for a whole year." I'm like, "All right, perfect." Yeah, I was gonna say some people like don't get discouraged. Like you, you got yeah. you know you had to defer so, it for oh, a year to get discouraged. And it's just like, ah, this ain't for me then. This is a sign. This ain't for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, right off the bat, without even trying it, this ain't for me. Just because you got deferred doesn't mean that you, you didn't try it. Yeah. See, it is what happens when I try something new. Yeah. Exactly. So you guys, you're basically saying um, sticking with what we know uh, is good for, I guess, the everyday kind of things, but... Yeah. Trying something new on a you know on a regular like basis. Because like when you do co- try something, oh, and if it doesn't work out, whatever, blah, blah blah. Like yeah, you, like you, you you can take the encouragement of like you know I'm gonna do something different, but it, at at least it still gives you a baseline of like okay, this is what I still know. I can still kind of feed off of that and find something within that realm too. Like you can kind of yeah. like, oh try something different in there. So that's yeah. still sticking in your what you know, but it's still, you know modifying it, I guess a little bit. Yeah, and my my next project has something to do with that anyway. Still in that same kind of industry, still in that same kind of realm. So I'm not, you know, going too far away from uh, what I'm studying or anything like that. If, if anything, actually, it's going to help me even more. Uh, more experience and more, you know, you're getting a master's of business administration. So, I mean, that's that can encapsulate a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, my, my specialty if you want to call it that, or focus is the, uh, you know, entrepreneurship. Mm. So all of everything that I'm ever even doing anyway, aside from my main job is uh, entrepreneurial endeavor. So mm-hmm. just basically what we're saying, rolling with the punches, trying something new. And people are like, well, what happens when it doesn't have, you know, work yeah. out? Mm-hmm. I can, I can tell you right now, I've tried so many things and these guys can yeah. tell you that didn't work out, True. but I continue to try mm-hmm. new things. You don't know. They say the average millionaire tries, has 15 businesses, 15 businesses or attempted 15 businesses before he finds the one that actually worked for him. Mm-hmm. It's like starting up this podcast. Yeah. We, we just, one day we were sitting out back. He was like, oh, I want to try to do this podcast thing. Yeah. So we come in and we started doing it. How many takes did we do before we actually threw it out well, out there for people? Well, we had three. Or I mean, four, we, we we recorded three for right, terrible and things, was, and I, yeah, those were it was like those were horrible. extremely horrible. Test but we, but yeah. neither was, one of us gave pre-season. up. And that was yeah, that was like three or four weeks in a row before we even. Like, but we all had an official one that we are, were going to put. Who in. would have thought? Twenty six episodes. Right now we're yeah, recording. So I exactly. mean, from early April, when did this go down? Like March or something like that? Because I know well, we threw I, the first April. episode. We in recorded April. in March. The first one was in April. Yeah, the first episode. So it'd be like thirty total yeah, yeah. So there's like three it's, or four of them before we actually right it's crazy it's like we gave it a shot and i mean we adjusted everybody, everybody adjusted their schedule their their livelihoods for it for this to happen yeah, to make absolutely. it happen so i mean I guess if, if everybody gives an effort and you want to make it happen in it exactly that's something everyone. that none of us ever really did i mean you had some i was experienced in recording like audio and stuff like that but in terms of stuff like this no like editing and self-editing stuff well like yeah that, like, that was a learning curve yeah, for you I as well right it, for the first like few ones it took me like hours to even get it done yeah, I, 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 I got like not more efficient it's like maybe 
max like a couple hours mostly yeah depending so, you know depending on how much needs to be done right, but, right. but as I think too we've gotten better in terms of actual recording and stuff too, oh so. yeah yeah me and gabe recorded like a 45 minute interview and the whole thing was shot to nothing because we were using the wrong <laughs> Being knuckleheads but, they yeah. didn't hit record they were hitting we didn't play hit record yeah or fast forward the whole they're hitting fast forward the whole time something it definitely <laughs> just it, it captured it and it sounded like we were talking like a mile away it was awful audio and i like poured my heart out on that one so yeah. i'm like yo we gotta get it we gotta start strong we gotta start with this big one start with a bang awful but it also depends on um people are you i i also believe it's important to say this just starting a bunch of random new stuff at you know uh aimlessly trying new stuff also is kind of wacky um trying new stuff there there's a time to be spontaneous i think and there's also a time to intelligently move forward with something new. Uh, for example, like you don't want to try something new just because uh, that's your kind of your attitude where you start something and you don't finish. Yeah. And you're just trying a bunch of new stuff just because like, oh, is it, you know, try something new, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then you have like 10 grand invested into like this little company um, that you give basically no effort, but in your back of your mind, you're satisfied because you tried something new. But is it something that they had no interest in or? Yeah, or because like- you're just trying new things. Well, that's I mean, what I'm saying. You you got to be intelligently. There's yeah. th- there are, there's things that you can be spontaneous. Like mm-hmm. if we said right now after this, let's just go to uh you know the diner and have cheesesteaks or something like that. That's a random spontaneous yeah. thing. That's trying but something it, new. But we're but interested like, in cheesesteaks. Yeah, we're interested in cheesesteaks, <laughs> and that's like fifteen bucks out of our pocket. Well, that's the thing. Like we're not spending fifteen thousand dollars. It's like oh, let's start a business down the street exactly. after this. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like doing something like the podcast. Yeah, none of us have ever done that before, but we have had tangentially we had something some interest in doing something like that mm-hmm. so it wasn't just like random as heck that we just like oh let's do a podcast and none of us even had any inclination to do something like that right all right so can you guys can any of you guys recall a time where you tried something new and it worked out or a time where you tried something new and it didn't work out i tried something new that did not work out for me so i was maybe do uh, 19 ish i'm gonna say and uh, my buddy, my buddy Gilbert, was uh, he he went to school for plumbing, so he kind of had his career set for him. My buddy Will went to school for IT, pretty much technology, and I was kind of like I knew what I liked doing. I liked detailing cars, and I liked messing with car stereos, you know, the small electronics. So I I felt like kind of loserish. So I was like, I want to. Uh, I want to have a career. So my dumbass goes out and finds his job out there. It's uh, pipe fitting. Does anyone here know what pipe fitting pipe is? Pipe fitting is? Oh, you want to have like a trade like Like a have. trade. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah, what I want. I want yeah. like a trade. Pipe fitting. So I was, I found this job in the newspaper. I took this job and I, the, my first day, I was disgusted looking at myself because I was dirty is all like it was just black grease. So basically, a pipe fitter w- at that time. You still, when I do you did even it, know what it is, though? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I really have no idea. All I know is that I was putting pipes up for sprinkler systems in buildings. Oh, okay. So I had the oh, you know yeah, the monkey that. wrench, yeah, I and I was that. putting uh the little red dangy dangling things coming off the uh, out of the ceiling. So in case a fire hits, I didn't know how them things actually worked. So basically, that's uh. The red stuff, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's mercury. So okay. when the fire hits it, like the glass, yes, the glass melts. Okay. And that explodes it, so the water shoots oh, wow. out. Gosh. So that's how that that's how that actually sprinkles. So you know, I went on for like 
a month and i'm like dude this is not for me i cannot do this i'm thinking you know when i first got i was like super excited i got like a career good good solid like thing going i i, I go in get out early i go in at like six in the morning i get out at, like two o'clock i was all excited but deep inside i was like dude this is not it's for me i was terrible. dirty every day and i had to drive all the way out to like allentown for one job and i'm like this is crazy so not for me so not for me so i just uh just didn't show up anymore and that was that and i picked up my last check and they asked me if i was coming back and i said no and that was that so i was unemployed for about a week and then i started detailing cars okay and i thought that was my passion because uh, i like keeping the cars clean and stuff like that but i mean it's good it was a good hobby to do like i still like admiring doing it like i did my truck today but uh I just can't see myself on a daily basis doing it, though. Yeah, that's more like a thing that you like. Not even a hobby. That's just something you just like doing. I mean, yeah, more, yeah. more so for yourself. For myself, right, exactly. Because I don't think... I feel like I, I like people don't appreciate. Cars, I don't yeah. want to wash anyone else's Yeah, cars. people don't appreciate... Like, you know, like, especially like I detailed cars, and some people didn't appreciate their car being detailed. They took it all. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. I just spent three hours bent over all over yeah. your car, waxing it, buffing it with the buffer, and... Inside, you had freaking melted chocolate on your carpet, and I have to scrub it out because you're careless. And that's you just say, "Oh, thank you." Don't even appreciate that I took the chocolate out, the chocolate stains, and that. Yeah, you know, it was just like I got annoyed because of the, I guess, the reaction of the people that I was getting out of it. Like yeah. it didn't. So, yeah. So that was that. So I, I still enjoy detailing cars for myself, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you tried something new that didn't work out, and you tried something new that worked out for yourself but not worked out in the long run right so now speak. yeah exactly um, and, but you also got like you know by doing that you picked up certain techniques certain things well yeah to, now i know what to do like i can pick up a buffer and i can you know buff the car. Right. i can take out scratches and i know how to do little things here and there on so the car so you yeah. tried and obviously I mean, it's not like picking up a rag dunking it in soap water like we do and well me the average person does and or just goes to a car wash there's an actual yeah. technique there's a skill kind of like you know you, you pick yeah up i picked up yeah doing it so that's something i learned for myself which is good because had i not done that i would probably be still uh washing cars with um brillo pads i don't know yeah. So uh, I know for me, one of the uh, the things was is actually how me and Gabe met. Yeah, and uh, it was so awkward. Uh, it still is, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that goes back to last episode. That goes back to yeah, last episode. Check out episode number twenty five titled "That's Awkward." If you're you're in for a good laugh, if you go listen to that. But uh, we, we how we met was you know we I got a job at a place where he was already you know employed at. And whatever, we just had casual conversation. And then from there, he introduced me to the classic home-based business. And in the back of my mind, I was just, honestly, I was just yaying him to death. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go, yeah. Then I forgot Dude. I had said yeah. And then oh, man. one day on lunch, he goes, uh, oh, yeah, one, one, of my, uh, one of my buddies are going to come over kind of show you something on a, on a computer. It's like a video to watch and kind of get a better understanding of you know what this is. I'm like, oh, all right. I'm like, well, how long is this going to take? I, I gotta catch the bus. Wasting time. Um, he, he's like, "Oh, it's it's quick. It's like twenty minutes or whatever." An hour and a half later. Oh <laughs> I don't think Gabe literally didn't know. But didn't we also go play ping pong or something too? Yeah. Well, because we're waiting. Because he he, oh, he missed, stuck he missed the bus. Or he missed the bus. So this dude's oh, supposed oh, to show oh, me yeah, like yeah. the the about the plan, and uh, he got stuck in traffic or something. I don't know what it was, but he was like an hour and a half. That's why it took an hour yeah. and a half. 
he was like an hour late and then it took like a half hour or so whatever to go through everything but um Anyway, so they they then invited me to a meeting. The, mm. This is the classic uh, home-based business stuff. Uh, at a hotel for a meeting, and then you go there and you get the whole presentation, and they sell you on something, and you kind of buy it, whatever. I never did anything like that in my entire life. And I was in college, and college kind of puts you in this kind of like just be open to new things. Mm. You never know. It might turn into something. Well, ended up being one of like the better things that happened to me in my life. Uh, when it came to personal development and personal growth, that actually kickstarted my entire personal development uh, careers back in 2006. We're now 10 years later, and here yeah. we are still doing uh, personal development things. And I had some some interest in it, but not to that level. Yeah. Um, and so that was one of the things where I was open to something new, open to something different. Uh, the business itself didn't personally work out for myself, but what I grabbed from uh, all the learn uh, the lessons is invaluable, uh, mm-hmm. literally priceless. And it affected my entire family uh, in a positive way, I, w- I would say, because we all kind of get it, you know, kind of, we're all speaking the same language mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to, you know, positive attitudes and treating your other, you know, how you handle yourself in front of uh, people, how you present yourself, uh, just a lot of stuff that you got to learn. And I would re- I would still recommend it for, uh, you know, the like college students or, you know, kids coming out of school who don't, who don't want to go to, um, you know, to... Uh, higher education because it it teaches you a lot of stuff and it was something new that i tried that was worth every penny i invested plus some so yeah that was something that i mean i can i don't i don't want to go into crazy detail but that was something that i tried was something new and and, you know and it worked out for me yeah and actually i I actually was thinking the same exact thing was that i mean going i guess going back like a few months prior to even like talking to you about it i think before i even knew you anyway um was that like yeah i don't know i mean i was I was just got out of like some stuff, whatever before. And I was like, that's when like the, my friend had talked to me about it too. And I was like, Oh, I was like looking for some different getting like into different realms. And, and the same thing, it was like something, try something totally different. Like I've never done anything like that before. I wasn't, I mean, I had some minor interest in it too. Same way. Cause I mean, I wouldn't have gone to that if I didn't have like some, some inclination going towards that. But it was like, it was yeah. In the long run, it didn't work out the way, at least they, the the way the, you know, the plan was supposed to work out. But in terms of at least, building myself up in terms of like building more of a confidence in terms of actually talking to random people because i probably would never talk to you prior yeah. to it would have always been like the random small talk and never led to that weird long two-hour conversation before I even like mentioned stuff some of the stuff around that but yeah but yeah it was like some of that stuff even like now it's like even though i'm like certain situations it still gets a little crazy but at least on a one-on-one for the most part i can hold my own in a conversation I'm not, I'm not afraid to talk to somebody right, in terms right. of before it was like i always like shot i always have like you know Short answers, stuff like that, but I'm actually willing now to actually talk to people and actually have a conversation and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff that we, you know, we gained from it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely positive uh, experience when it came to what we learned. But it was the same thing. It was a lot of uncomfortable uh, situations that you got put in. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and it just, told, you know, showed you how to, you know, deal with them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember uh, one thing that didn't work out was actually a venture me and Goose tried to... Uh, it was a t-shirt yeah little yeah, t-shirt yeah, business yeah. we were gonna do uh so it was kind of based around this whole personal development thing kind of like slash motivational basically t-shirt company where we just had like motivational sayings and and uh i guess in a stylish way you know it was called yeah. go go getter global uh it was pretty cool pretty cool concept it didn't work out it kind of we put in long long hours in the development stages and uh it just long story short it didn't work out but Huge learning experiences yeah. off that. We learned about an industry we knew nothing about. 
um, became fascinated with uh, starting ventures and, and on our own and became confident uh, in doing so, found out a bunch of things uh, that we didn't know, you know, yeah. from just even just getting a business license to, uh, you know, getting a name registered yeah. legally. You know what I'm saying? It was just all those little things that we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. And yeah, it was nerve wracking. Uh, we didn't know what we were doing. And so you're like, yeah. all right, so now what? I'm like, all right. And yeah, people always say like maybe we should have got better guidance for half the stuff, but we're just figuring it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have and to jump feet, feet first and just try it out and see see and figure it out along the yeah. way. Yeah, well, and there's something to be said because when when you get into all the technicalities, if someone were to tell us all those steps, it probably would have been overwhelming and yeah, we wouldn't have exactly. done it. Yeah, yeah. While we're already in, like, well, we're already in it. We already put in, you know, six months of time. Might as well just keep going. It was kind of yeah. like that, you know, marching along. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, even though sem- semi blindly, uh, but still, uh, yeah, I feel I feel like you have to figure you have to figure the whole thing out yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's how you learn because now, actually, yeah. like you said, all the legality stuff help you help you personally get yeah. to figure out the stuff you're doing now. Exactly. And that was years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was years ago. And, uh, yeah. And all, every little one of those steps that I used, uh, to figure out, you know, that process is literally what Goose is saying. Uh, use them every single day. Now, when it comes to just taxes and write-offs and yeah. all this little yeah. stuff that you don't think of that mm-hmm. I didn't know, I never had my own business or even well, attempted to anyway. Yeah. Um, it's it's very interesting. So like trying the new things in that sense, but then you go like like stepping back um, outside of you know business and stuff like that. Um, There's a couple things I remember going like in high school. I wanted to, I wanted to do something different. So there was football season that we weren't. Uh, I didn't take part in neither of my brothers. Basically, my mom didn't want us uh, playing football, so she didn't want us to get hurt. That was yeah. what she said. So we couldn't play. She, uh, she liked our pretty faces. Yeah. So we we didn't have sports to play during that portion of season. So I'm like, man, it's like a waste. I want to try something different. Mm-hmm. Well, at my school they offered golf, and then um, in into winter, basketball season started early. But I th- I want to say it ended early, and then bowling season was kind of like in the same as basketball season, but it ended the way they they crossed each other. But one yeah, one yeah. extended more than the other. I forget how it went. But anyway. Um, and I remember first starting, I was like in eighth grade or something. Like, and I remember thinking, like, I want to get into the bowling, uh, you know, get join a bowling team or something. And uh, this one dude just kept, this one kid just kept saying, oh, you, it's so hard. You don't want to get into it, dude. It's so expensive. You got to buy a ball. You got to buy shoes. And I remember just being like, my stomach's in knots. I'm like, dang, I didn't know all, it was going to be all this. I thought you can like rent the ball there and rent the shoes there. I didn't know I had to buy my own ball, <laughs> buy my own shoes. Like, yeah. what in the heck? So I'm just like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Mommy's going to like, oh, and now you got to go, you got to figure this out, or you got to tell them you can't play. And I'm like, dude, that's embarrassing. All these crazy thoughts started coming. I'm in eighth grade, so I'm like 13 years old, 14 years old, I don't know. And uh, so I'm thinking about all these wild things that this is kind of embarrassing, and now I feel like an idiot. Yeah. So long story short, I'm like, you know what, whatever. If that's what it is, I'm already here. I might as well just figure it out then and if it's not for me then i already either way i'm looking at telling my mom that i can't do this and telling mm. the coach that i can't do this yeah so then we get there and uh, you know the coach is like oh yeah no no no, you could just use whatever the balls are there and we actually have like this fund uh this account that got funded by you know local like uh you know like rotary clubs and stuff like that that help us 
buy like shoes for everyone. Oh, so nice. we had our own personal shoes That's and awesome. bought us like, yeah. you know, like the polos or whatever. And then he's like, yeah, well, obviously your own ball is a whole nother thing. Um, if there's, you know, extra money at the end, we could probably like help, you know, give you like everyone like 10 bucks towards or 20 bucks towards something. Yeah. I forget how it mm. was. But it ended up being like one of the most fun like activities that I've done. And out here, it was just, you know, on the limb of just trying something new. The same exact thing happened with golf. Mm. Some dude just told me, he's like, oh, you know how expensive golf clubs are, blah, blah, blah. And it was the same thing. You can, um, they had extra clubs there for people yeah. who didn't have them or while you're building your setup and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah, I, me- I remember having like this, like literally like a bag that I bought at the flea market, this little skinny bag golf bag that literally looked like i don't even know like a like an, like an umbrella like an umbrella case it looked like the, the golf clubs from the three stooges yeah i had they're wooden and it was only three of them it was a, a one two three wood yeah no it was a putter a wedge and a driver and oh, that's man, what no i used yeah no at all uh and uh you know and i made it happen well you know by senior year I had my own set that was like a legit set. It was really nice. And yeah. it was not that big of a deal. But I ended up opening that up to a whole other thing where now, you know, we golf uh, on a regular basis. We do bowling on a regular basis. This is stuff that my, like growing up, we didn't do, uh, my family didn't do that. We didn't yeah, go no, golfing. No, uh, that was something that was, you know, started then. And also, Goose, I remember like uh, uh, when you got your apartment in that one complex, uh, I forget what the hell it a polo run they had a tennis courts or whatever and we started playing yeah, tennis course. there or whatever same thing i remember always had that in my mind i'm like i want to get taught professionally mm. because this was cool like it was something that we never did yeah and he introduced he's like oh i got i got two tennis rackets let's just go play there's ten I'll, I'll pick you up i'm like oh, all right cool so we go play i'm like dude that was so much fun i was awful yeah. uh but it, i had fun and i'm like yeah. i think i i think i can get this and it was something new that we were both open to well then i ended up going to obviously temple and i took a class at temple <laughs> and i got taught by a professional uh tennis player yeah so it was that's awesome yeah it was one of those things where i would have never done that had i not been you know like exposed and it was the same thing people and guess who's guess all guess who all the people were 95 percent of the people there at this tennis uh you know class or whatever at temple were scared people but were willing to try something new yeah yeah it, at first awesome. i'm thinking i'm gonna walk into a bunch of people who are like really no, good at all. tennis yeah. and here yeah. i am like a beginner mm. well it was a beginner's class so everyone's ba- half the people were uncoordinated no one knew what the hell they were doing yeah and it made just made you feel comfortable and i ended up being one of the better ones out of the entire class but if i didn't try something new i would have never known any of that yeah huh. that's good yeah it's like golf uh you introduced me to the golf and now I like, I wish I can go out to the course and play, but like, I actually look forward to trying to get back out into the course. I went out and bought my own, my, my own cheapy, cheesy golf clubs, but it's, I don't care about the clubs. It's all about going out and having fun. And every time we went out, like I remember there were times where in the middle of the afternoon, you're working from home and you would leave, you would take a, a two hour break in between and we'll just go to the nine hole course and just shoot there. And then, call it a day you know it was so much fun like it was just relaxing and and because of you like i tried something new and i actually like it yeah yeah. it's fun i mean i I played on my phone because i can't get out to the course but it's fun get out to the links (laughs) the links links? i was looking for that word that's the word i was looking for the links (laughs) now yeah well with me it's like um with the the barbershop i i cut hair and i worked for someone for for many years and then i uh 
came across the opportunity of, of opening my own barbershop, which was something I never did. It was something new because opening up a shop, it's your business owner. Like we said, you had to know all like the like the legality parts. I, I, I had to hire employees, mm. so you have to get insurance for all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah. all that stuff was new to me. It was like a whole nother world and just doing my craft. It's like now I'm, I'm, I'm a barber, but I'm a business owner at the same time, and it's all new stuff that I, I didn't go to school for none of it. And I remember going to someone that, that owned the business or multiple businesses was like trying to, trying to pull things from them and ask them questions, yeah. and they kind of pretty much were like, well, just just go figure it out yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah, they didn't yeah, give yeah. me no step-to-step, no nothing. They didn't give me really no guidance. So I kind of like, was like, damn, is that like a bad thing? Like, am I going to like come crumbling down yeah. because that's how their business went? Or yeah. is it like he, is it like one of those, uh, like the, the karate kid kind of thing? Like, yo, go do this. And then, he's, sensei? yeah, he's, he's telling you back. to do something for a reason and, and it wax on, wax benefits off. you in the long run. Yeah, so yeah. that's what it was. So I actually sat down on the computer and I read all kinds yeah. of stuff what to do, how to do it, get your, like, the LLC for the business, like, all that stuff, which I learned, but I wouldn't know if I didn't try to open up the shop, which was something new. And it's sitting, when you're looking at it, it seems like it's something easy, but it really isn't. Like, the internals of of a business is is not easy. Yeah, because isn't isn't you getting into Barbara, wasn't that... You started because you were injured for something for a totally different well, job. Yeah, that's how I actually like went full time in in. But you weren't you didn't want doing that at all before, right? No, no, no. So I that was, was like doing as like a hobby first. It was yeah. a hobby at first, and then so I even went. that was some random that yeah. you kind of yeah. just yeah. did. And now it's your whole career. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, it's awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty badass. So I uh, my my latest thing that I picked up that I was actually really nervous about was uh, softball. My my wife is uh she's on the board for our league out here in our town, and uh, she goes. Well, Lainey wants to play softball, and she stepped up. She's at a t-ball, so she's gone to the minors. And she goes, if somebody doesn't coach, she's not playing fall ball. So I go, well, I'm not coaching that. Right away, I just, with the negativity, I was like, I'm not coaching that. So then she says, well, my dad's going to coach. So her dad, my father-in-law, said that he'll coach. And I was like, well, if he's coaching, I'll coach with him to get Because, I mean, I understand softball. It's like baseball, but it's like. It's softer. It, well, <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's you. Why I play, You're soft. I'm soft. But um, yeah. So like, I wasn't sure. Like, I didn't know how to like explain to the girls how to throw the ball and how to like catch it and stuff like that. So I had like I was extremely nervous about it, and I really didn't know that at this point now we're on our fourth game. I actually like it. I enjoy it. The girls. It's funny because the girls are learning this. As I'm learning it, also like the the strategies and how you know the bats and different stuff like that. So, I I look forward to our practices and our games over the weekends and stuff like that. And then it benefits me learning something and benefits my daughter because she has a team that she can play on now. Now coming to find out, my wife asked me if uh, me and my father-in-law are going to coach for next for the spring because some of the parents want us as their kids' coach for next year. So I didn't nice. I didn't even think that deep into it, but I'm like, if it's gonna if it's if it's gonna be that outcome. I definitely will do it and then, you know, have the girls have talk, speak to their parents and have the parents say, you know, when they sign up next spring that they want Coach Steve and Coach Hector to be on, uh, you know, be they, they put their kids on our team or whatever. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's fun. I enjoy it very much. Didn't think I yeah. was going Plus, to. your daughter's probably like, yeah, my dad's a coach. Like, yeah. yeah. Motivates her. Yeah. yeah. It gets him. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, know... 
didn't think I would ever be a coach. I, I haven't had the opportunity to be either, but I'm just saying like I didn't think I would be a coach for my own son because I had experiences in the past when I was a kid who had, you know, with coaches oh, the and their kids were on the thing. And yeah. I'm like, I'm never doing that to my kid. That's yeah, brutal. I was, yeah, I was your, so, I was your uh, t-ball coach, Jim. Yeah, Mike was, Mike yeah, Mikey was 10. Yeah, Mikey they didn't even 10. hire him, you know, but he was my coach. So. <laughs> Mikey was on the sidelines telling me what to do, yelling at me. I was mad embarrassed, you know. Yeah. And he even wore the same color shirt and <laughs> yep. hat as <laughs> the hat. Oh, yeah. The, he was the swore blue. they hired him as the assistant. Yo, it was yeah. a blue brim with the white mesh. Yo, big trucker foam hat yeah. <laughs> but it said like Gosh. linkedin on the top of it or yeah, something yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got it from uh <laughs> jc penny but no um uh, but then i see you know like even like seeing you out there i was like i don't know maybe i will because it's weird because you have all these things in your mind but you're like well that was just my experience as a kid yeah right. your experience as an adult is totally different yeah and then if you didn't necessarily like certain things you know from coaches growing up you now have the opportunity to change that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also learned my patience actually went higher. Like I have more patience to deal with these girls because it's hilarious. That all they do is talk and then one doesn't want to do something and then the other one's over here. They start picking grass and I'm looking at them. I just start laughing. Like I can't, I don't even get angry or frustrated and then my daughter does the same thing. I'm like, Lane, come on, stand up. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, we got to yeah. pay attention. Like I don't want anyone to get hurt or, you know, get hit with a ball or anything like that. So I noticed that my patience definitely grew with them because of that because yeah. of you can't get angry at these other little girls like they're just they're learning and they're obviously their 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 focus is not focused on it like at one time i had three batters swinging bats i'm like whoa 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 yeah, somebody's yeah. gonna get hurt you guys one at a time have a sit down and then you know cheer on your their, your teammate that's batting so i try to keep them you know organized and stuff like that like i just think back at like stuff that we would do that i would do when we were but I was playing little league or stuff like that, and I watched Choke my oldest. Up. I, I watched my oldest daughter's hmm. team stuff like, and watch what they do. So I try to play that in my head to tell that tell the the younger girls what to do and stuff like that. So, so it's awesome. It's good. Do you wear like um like yes. sweatbands? Yes. Do you wear short shorts? Yes. Like batting gloves while you're up on the third base. I, coach? Yes. Throwing yeah, out I, signs. I'm still trying to figure out why you slid into home last game. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited because we won. <laughs> I just like, I need to get dirty. And I ran all the way around and just slid into home plate for no reason. I don't know. I have no idea why. That's but, um, funny. Now, is this the first year? No, no, it's not the first year, Laney. What was the first this year? This is Laney's Laney? first year for this league. She moved up because she played t-ball for three years. Yeah. For three seasons. Not three years. Three seasons. Um, and this is her first year into the minors. Shorties. Where the coach still pitches to them, but they're learning. You know, we're we're getting the girls to. So was it an interest of hers, or she just didn't want to play, and you guys just made her play? Laney? Yeah. No, she wanted to play because Bella played. So uh, Laney started playing softball or t ball. What you're saying, but I'm saying earlier you said she wasn't going to play if you weren't the coach. Oh, because nobody else is coaching. Yeah, we can't we can't find a coach. Right, right. Nobody else volunteered. Oh, no oh, one volunteered oh, oh, to coach. Nobody stepped up to the team. plate to take the team. Uh, we only you. have one team for our league for the shorties. Okay. So what happened was so that's why we're playing because it's a the, travel team, travel league, right? It's yeah, somewhat. It's travel within the township, within the district. Yeah. Not like we don't travel far out and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, we play like the other townships around us, surrounding us. Yeah, yeah, it's so, travel. Yeah, it's travel. Yeah, so that's basically that's what happened. That's why I took it. I was like, well, I don't want her to get discouraged and her sit out on fall ball, and then come spring, she's not gonna want to play. So like, we, I got her. You know, I told her that I was gonna be her coach. She got really excited with that, and then I was like, all right, well, we you need a new 
uh, bat, new bat bag. Like she Make got sure to choke up. She got super excited because she had to buy new equipment. So you know, my girl, <laughs> yeah, my girl's course. a complete diva, shopping at all times. So anything to spend my money, she's down for it. Hmm. But um, yeah, so it was exciting soccer for her. Spikes. Yeah, she has soccer umbro spikes for softball. <laughs> but that's all. That's the only thing we could find. <laughs> no, nah, just kidding. Hey, I was only because sports authority closed down. I got them on clearance. Mad discount. I got them on clearance. So, is there anything that your kids started new that either worked out for them or didn't work out for them that you kind of like introduced to them when it maybe maybe like an instrument or like sports or I don't know something like that? Because I know like for me, I'm not I'm not there yet. We signed James did a uh, soccer last year, but that was more of like an activity at that point. Yeah, I wasn't really teaching him much of. I mean, he was only two, not even he was one. He was eighteen months. But we're into that figuring out, you know, what new activities we're going to introduce to him. And uh, we're leaning towards, you know, doing maybe karate, um, a musical instrument. And then the following year, we'll start back with the actual team sports. Because through our experience, it was basically just an activity. They, they weren't really, he wasn't learning about the, and he's at school. So he's already doing team projects and team like, you know, you know, working with other kids. That, I really was, I wanted him to actually learn a sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kid needs football in his life, though. Yeah, he's gotta, yeah, yeah. He's, he can kick yeah, pretty good. Yeah, but he's got time for that. But I don't know. So yeah. Oh. Anyway, but that's the thing. We're I'm open to whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I am with with my daughter. I whatever she she's not gonna sit around and not do anything. So we give her options. There's like, um, right. It's uh, when she was four. Oh, you're playing t-ball. Do you want to play t-ball? Your cousin's gonna play. Well, as soon as like family members, the girls wanna. But she didn't really like it. It was like yeah. very slow pace for her. She's kind of like a little active, and it was like really slow pace for her. So she, the following year, she didn't play. But we're like, all right, well, you have to play something else. So she tried soccer. Yeah. So she liked soccer for a few years and was playing soccer. And then, um, and then in the same transition where she would have been playing like softball or something, or she, uh, she tried dance. So now she's like into dance. So that's like her big thing now. She's yeah, in a yeah. bunch of doing like a bunch of different classes of dance. And then, um, so in the fall, they just came. She didn't want to play soccer. So now she's doing, um, wait, what is she doing? Gymnastics. They just, oh, nice. yeah, so she's doing like gymnastics and dance. Nice. So we're keeping her busy. And now at school, she just started, they, they gave her option to, to play an instrument. We're like, yeah, go ahead, play an instrument. Yeah, she's learning awesome. how to play the flute. Oh, <laughs> nice. So she's into the like, old colonial times, and she saw, like I guess, a parade, and they were playing the flute, and it sounded yeah, cool, yeah. and it reminded her of that era. So that's what she <laughs> wants to learn that's how to cool. play was a flute. That's awesome. Which is so random, but she, that's what she's trying something new. Like, Yankee Doodle. Which even in that, like even if she doesn't like the instrument, it's teaching her how to read music. Absolutely, like, that exposure. Yeah, definitely. exactly. Yeah, I mean that happened to me. I my parents did the whole uh, instrument thing for me, and I did the uh, the saxophone, the alto sax, uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, and it was the same thing. It opened me up to all these you know new opportunities. It exposed me to music. I've ne- we, like my parents didn't listen to like classical music growing up. Yeah. We listened to a lot of different kinds of music, but that just wasn't one of them. So it yeah. kind of exposed me more to that and getting a better understanding and why. 
it's so important to culture and and things like that. So we learned stuff that even though I didn't you know move forward with it beyond that because I don't want to be in a marching band. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe it was just something else too. I don't know. Maybe I should have gotten like private lessons or whatever, which I did. We did. Um, I don't know if you guys remember for like two years, I had like lessons from like our church offered. Yeah. And I was yeah, playing yeah. like the saxophone there too. But anyway, it didn't move on from there, but I always had this like thing, passion. It was, that was it. Like this passion for music yeah. beyond that. And it yeah. just, and it, ex- you know, exposed me to um, other forms and kinds of music. But now when you see a band, someone's playing a sax, your eyes are there. Yeah. Like you look Focused. at it. Yeah. Totally appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. There's a whole new level of appreciation. Yeah, that's like what well, this weekend they just passed. We went to a wedding. They had a live band, Spanish yes. band. It was almost like a mini orchestra. Yeah, dude, And awesome. they had like every brass like instrument you yeah. can think of. And like, that's not my thing, but it just caught my attention. Because usually like when you hear, you see a band, it's like, Basic drum, guitar, bass, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they had actually like the brass instruments, like yeah. saxophone, trumpet. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So my, my oldest daughter, she came home one day. And she goes, uh, I want to join the band. I want to play in the band. So you know, my wife and I look at her really. Why not something new to give them a try? But like I know her. She's very active. She's very athletic. Yeah. So for her to sit down and play the clarinet, which is what she chose, she, um, she played it for the year. And she got into it and stuff like that, but I just couldn't see her focus. And I never said that to her. Like I couldn't see her mm. playing, like sitting there playing in her, like you said, joining the the, the marching band and stuff like that. Like I yeah, just didn't yeah, see. Yeah. Next thing you know, this thing is sitting down. This this uh, clarinet is sitting in the room. She started skipping. I think she skipped the class. <laughs> and then next thing you know, it sat all summer long. I didn't realize that we were paying monthly for this darn sa- uh, uh, clarinet. Oh man. I'm like, hold on, what's going on here? You're not playing it and sitting here. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get back to the real sports and continue mm-hmm. on with softball, which she's yeah. awesome at, and yeah. and keep it going from there and and dance and and all that stuff. So like, she we, we let her try it. It didn't keep her focused because she just was like, it. We know it wasn't gonna go, go long, but we're not stopping them from trying anything. It's like Laney. She tried gymnastics. She was into it. She didn't do fall season. And, but she still talks about it. Yeah. So, and I don't know, I think it's because she caught wind that Ava's doing uh, gymnastics. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's what, that's what like kind of brought it back up for her. So yeah. I don't know if she, we're going to sign her back up for gymnastics yet, but right now it's, it's softball. But uh, yeah, now, now Nova, she wants to play softball and she wants to do uh dance. So my house is rocking a softball, dude. Dude, my house is nonstop. I see her dancing. But, but that's yeah, the thing. We never good. we never stopped them for trying or doing anything new that they want to try. Yeah. So something new. So what's your um no. like, going back and thinking about something new, what would you say to someone who's anxious about starting something new or trying uh, you know, like a new thing? Maybe it's a new job that they gotta start or new uh, you know, some other form of opportunity, uh, you know. Ah, come on. You can ah, do come it. On. Ah, come on, I did it, you can do it. <laughs> Come on. Oh, come on. Happens to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, I guess it just kind of goes back to what we originally were saying that, yeah. uh, you know, experiencing new things are just helping develop you to become a more well-rounded person. Being able to see life from different perspectives. But going back to like, um, I think you said with the with your tennis course, is like everybody was freaked out about going into that and not knowing anything and everybody was had was nervous as heck yeah but that's the thing like that's part of that i mean that's part of trying something new is like 
it's the unknown part of it is that right. you're trying something that you haven't done before, but it may work out to something you truly enjoy or it may lead to different avenues. Yeah. Or even like for that, me, I broke my foot, so I was doing it. But, but yeah. It's great. Well, even like the, the, the when you were going to go bowling, try out for bowling, they say, oh, you know, it's going to be expensive. Somebody who's already trying to doubt you and put you down, same thing yeah. with the golf thing. They put you yeah. down there like trying to get you scared and nervous, but you're like, I'm gonna try it anyway. And yeah. Manage it to figure this out. Like, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't have to know for myself. It, it can right. go the exactly. other way. You can get so excited or trying something new, and then you get there and you try it, and you're like, "This doesn't Space even work for, out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not it's, for me. Like, yeah. yeah, what I thought yeah. it was exactly. Yeah. But it's good to at least try to find well, yeah, out what it, you it, if right. you do like it or and not. It's all part of because otherwise you're gonna like. Oh, I wish I would did that. At I some had point. the experience. Well, yeah, and then also the yeah exactly the biggest thing it answers the question right. Now you know. Yeah, now Whether you, you like it or you don't like it, now it, yeah. you know. That's what I was going back to the yeah. whole graveyard thing is there's a bunch of unrealized potential yeah. that was always sitting there and you never took on the challenge because you're you're scared of the unknown yeah, and exactly. you're fearing something that's non-existent. We talked about this in, I think, yeah. episode 24. It's fearing what? It's all made up in your head. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. As long as it's not like life-threatening or illegal or yeah, whatever so in the world. Yeah. Uh, try. Yeah, just try. I would well, say I'll just try. It. Well, and then you know what? Feel anxious. Feel feel like um, like scared. Have yeah. I always talk about this all the time? People say like, oh, you know, shove your emotions uh, down and don't don't experience that. I feel like the only way we can truly experience life is through experiencing that 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 little ice ball or whatever happens in your stomach before you jump on stage or before you're about to perform or before you're about to do something new. That just telling you you're alive. Like yeah. the fact that you're you don't feel that stuff and you're numb to that. It just yeah. to me is just like jaded like lifestyle or you know way of looking at you know everything it's just yeah so so i i honestly no i do i i feel like you have to experience that you know new things uh to to expand yeah we are built to grow like our minds are literally built to continually expand uh not to go the other way so if you're not moving forward there's no in between you're uh progressive or uh what's that you're digressing or you're moving backwards Regressing. Regressing? Yes, I'll take that. Yeah. Hector for 400. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the unknown. What's he taking over there? Uh, so, yeah, so I like, like to buy a vowel. Yeah. So like the old saying goes, if you're not moving forward, you're, uh, you're moving backwards. There's yeah. no in between. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. But uh, If you're not first, you're last. Well, that's a whole other kind of outlook on life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This guy turned into like Vince Lombardi over here. <laughs> He's a coach. He's a coach. Get him coach now. Ah, come yeah, on. You know, I actually have a book over there by uh, Vince Lombardi. Let Jr. me read it. Yeah, it's titled <laughs> What It Takes to Be Number One. All right. How we like to wrap up our episodes is with quotes. And uh, this quote's by Albert Einstein. And it goes, a person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. Mm. Uh, and the second quote is by Christopher McCandless. And it goes, the joy of life comes from our encounters with new experiences. And hence, there is no greater joy than to have an endlessly changing horizon for each day to have a new and different sun. Super powerful. But uh, that's it. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. 
The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views. 